The Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and Friends. Welcome to episode 204 of the Boys of Tech, New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. My name is Edwin Herman. I'm in the studio here in Wellington. And in case you didn't catch last week's episode, we talked to Chris Cherry, who had lost his Android phone. And six months later, he accidentally stumbles on the fact that the phone is still live and uh, remotely he manages to gather evidence on the alleged thief, who incidentally happened to uh, to be a staff member at the university at which Chris Cherry is, or was at least anyway, doing his postdoctorate. Anyway, that's that was episode 203. Check it out if you uh, missed that one. In any event, we do have a number of stories for you this week. Covering the, the big three, we've got Microsoft, Sam, well, four even. We've got Samsung, Microsoft, Apple, and Google stories for you. So first of all, a bar in Seattle called The Five Point is the first Seattle business to ban, in advance, Google Glasses. Yep, if you want to enter the bar, you are not allowed to be wearing your Google Glasses. What would be interesting is to see I mean, this is so early on. I mean, who really knows? But it'd be interesting to see whether there'll be other businesses that sort of, you know, that go along the same, uh, go down the same path and, and whether there'll be a lot of places now that will have, you know, no Google Glasses. Just like, you know, there are a lot of places where you can't wear, you can't have tattoos or at least you can't have tattoos showing. You can't have gang insignia. A lot of places you're not allowed to wear a helmet and so on and so forth, like sunglasses and banks, that kind of thing. I mean, I know those are often for security reasons, but uh, regardless of the reasons, you know, there are many places where a number of things are banned. And as I say, it'll be interesting to see whether there will be a number of places which ban Google's glasses. So that remains to be seen. In the case of the Five Point, the owner said, uh, he was interviewed on on a Seattle radio station, he said, First, you have to understand the culture of the Five Point, which is a sometimes seedy, maybe notorious place. (laughs) Is he really selling it? I don't know. Uh, People want to go there and be not known and definitely don't want to be secretly filmed or videotaped and immediately put on the internet. Uh, And he goes on to say that part of this is a joke, you know, to be funny on Facebook and get reaction. But part of it's serious, he said, because we don't let people film other people or take unwanted photos of people in the bar it's kind of a a, a private place that people go so he's obviously taking the publicity route with this but he's not doing it solely as a stunt he really wants to protect people from being secretly filmed or recorded in his establishment and fair enough too so there you go the uh, the first in seattle to ban google glasses now the other question that sort of came to mind for me was should they be banned when driving because you're not allowed to talk on the cell phone while driving. That's illegal. What about the Google Glasses? You're certainly not allowed to watch television while you're driving. So 
I can see a number of places. And interestingly, also, I, I, before I move on, I should also mention that a Google spokesperson said about the situation, it's still early days for Glass. And they expect that, as with other new technologies such as cell phones, behaviours and social norms will develop over time. Now, I can't tell whether what, what they're saying is that this is a knee-jerk reaction, you know, there's a bit of a, a, a what do you call it, an irrational, let's say, backlash initially, but over time things will calm down and you won't hear of people banning Google Glasses. It'll just be accepted. Are they saying that or are they saying the opposite, that, you know, you should you could almost expect there to be a bunch of places or 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 times and places such as you know when you're when you're driving where google glass should not be used so i can't tell which way that was kind of an ambiguous statement but anyway there you go google glass don't expect to uh to wear those glasses at the five point in seattle samsung now this oh this was interesting i thought because yeah, this is kind of, uh, you know, stirring the hornet's nest, isn't it? So uh, the president of Samsung's memory chip division describes Windows 8 as no better than Vista, his words. Yep, he says it's no better than Vista. And he also takes a shot at, uh, what is it, the, the surface, the lackluster sales of the surface. And he, you know, <laughs> comparing Windows 8 to Vista is a a little harsh, but you know, I think we may have talked about this on this podcast before. It's it's received mixed reviews. A bit like The Hobbit, really. Oh man, that was boring. It was so boring. Did I? I can't remember if I mentioned this. I don't. I don't think I did actually. It was so boring that partway through the movie, through The Hobbit, I, I, I was experimenting with my three D glasses. So I took them off and I turned them around the other way. So that, you know, the, the left was on the right eye and the right was on the left eye. And suddenly, it's, it's really cool. The, the foreground comes, or the, the background comes to the foreground and the foreground goes to the background. You kind of look at this inverse projection. It's bizarre. You should try it, actually. Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't do it in a movie that you're, that you're really interested in, of course. And by the way, the 48 frames a second, what are people moaning about? It's so much smoother. People who think that, you know, it just doesn't seem right, doesn't seem real, or a little bit loony. Anyway, how do I get on to The Hobbit? Uh, oh, yes, uh, we were talking about, oh, what was I talking about? I can't remember. It, <laughs> this, this Hobbit thing just, uh, yeah, completely, I derailed my own conversation. Anyway, so <laughs> the original the original story, I don't know how I got onto The Hobbit, but the original story was, was about uh, the... The Surface not selling and Windows 8 not selling. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. (laughs) It's coming back to me. Polarizing reviews. Uh, The Hobbit had polarizing reviews. So does Windows 8. I must admit, I'm having trouble getting used to it. I'm not a Windows 8 hater, but it's, yeah, it's a bit of a paradigm shift. Now, this might surprise you. Figures show that Apple is not only in the lead, but increasingly so over Android within business users, among business users. So, because this really did surprise me. In businesses, they prefer Apple products for phones and tablets. And the figures are astounding. It's not just a little bit in the lead. We're talking 78%. This is absolutely mind-boggling. 78% of smartphones and tablets in businesses 
are Apple-based. If you want a breakdown of that figure, the, the 78, 48 is iPhone and 30 uh, is iPad, total is 78, and 22% Android. Interestingly, that adds up to 100%. Uh, that can't be right because there are other ones. So I don't know, what, uh, or maybe the other ones do make up less than 1%, which actually may not surprise me really. Anyway, those are the figures, and that's what it shows, and it's it's really astounding because I, incidentally, I saw another report too that Apple is still the biggest phone manufacturer. Now that fact, coupled with the figures I gave you just earlier, seemed to go a little counterintuitive to the OS market share of Android, which is significantly bigger than Apple's market share. So it kind of goes counter to that. So I don't know what, how that works. And let's throw another one into the mix. The most likely device used for in-flight internet access are Apple devices. And again, the figures are astounding. 84% of in-flight internet users are connecting with iOS devices versus 16% on Android. I guess this does reflect what uh, I, I know Steve Jobs reported it. I, I'm not sure if... Tim Cook has more recently, but I imagine he would. And that is that web usage is far higher on iOS than any other uh, mobile platform. Maybe it's, I was trying to come up with some ideas of my own as to why this might be. I mean, you know, you've, you've seen, you've heard all these figures, right? Yet we know that at an OS level, at least, Android beats Apple. So why isn't Android being used in businesses? Why isn't it you being used to access in-flight internet and in fact internet in general according to apple why isn't android being used as much as apple devices and it could be that if you look at the range of android devices there are a lot of devices at the bottom end right there's only a handful a few you probably count them on one hand that compete directly with the iphone the vast majority of them are very much low end and i'm wondering whether you've got people replacing their old phones, buying new phones, choosing to go down the smartphone path because, you know, that's the future, but really don't care much for for its usage. So they're, they're kind of like the the smartphone users that aren't smartphone savvy, if you like. And, and that, could, that could explain it. I, I don't know if you've got uh, ideas of your own. If you do, uh, why not uh, join in the, the discussion there at boysoftech.com. You can leave a, a comment there against this episode. And I've got one final story for you this week. By the way, before we get to it, I should also mention a non-story. That was the reports, incorrect reports, that the Pirate Bay was moving to North Korea. Now, apparently, because I, I, when I first read some articles on this, I thought, well, this would make a great story to cover on Boys of Tech. Turns out it's not quite right. Uh, it's not quite accurate. They're not moving to North Korea. For some reason, it's been brought up in the press again that North Korea have, have said, as they originally did six years ago, back in 2007, that they would be happy to provide a safe place for Pirate Bay against the prying eyes of the of the Western world. So I don't know why that's resurfaced. I have no idea. But it morphed into this non-story that the Pirate Bay is moving to North Korea. And there is no evidence of that whatsoever. So it's apparently not the case. And the last story, and this <laughs> this is a good one. This is a nice one to end on. 
a rather disgruntled student decided to vent on Twitter about his teacher. His tweet goes, I hate you, Mr. Torrance. You said the test was in Wednesday, so give it to us on Wednesday, not Tuesday. And he used two hashtags, one hash you need a calendar and hash screw you. So that's all very well. But the teacher, Mr. Torrance, decided he was made aware of this tweet via another uh, student. And so what he did was he displayed that tweet as his background on the, you know, project on the, on the large screen in front of the class, kind of exposing the student. I guess the student got, got their just desserts, really. I mean, you know, <laughs> taking to Twitter is really not the place you want to do that sort of thing because you never know when it's going to come back on you. And the thing I should point out as well, by the way, is that it, according to other students in this class, the student was wrong. The test was always scheduled for Tuesday. The student got it wrong, thought it was on Wednesday, and of course took to Twitter to vent. So I, I guess the lesson there is, you know, don't take your venting to a public place unless you you want that to be uh, made public. Well, I guess it already is in a public place, isn't it? Well, that was a, the tautology of the century, wasn't it? All right, that is it. That is episode 204 of the Boys of Tech New Zealand's longest running tech podcast. Thanks very much for joining us, and we'll do it all again next week. Till then, take care. Goodbye. And in case you didn't catch last week's episode, uh, we we talked to we talked to Chris. <laughs> Who did we talk to? We talked to Chris Cherry 